Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volur xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome back to Loose Ends, the Singh Family Tragedy. This is episode 33. Nothing to see here. Thanks very much for listening. My name is Graham Crowley. This podcast has been produced for an adult audience and listener discretion is advised. In the comedy movie Naked Gun, character Frank Drebin arrives at the scene of a major catastrophe that he actually caused. Multiple explosions, fires, destruction general mayhem. There was a large crowd of onlookers. He makes this line famous. Please disperse. Nothing to see here, please. Please disperse. Nothing to see here, please. How does a line from a comedy movie find its way into a true crime podcast? That appears to be the playbook adopted by the Queensland Police Service and the Queensland Government, including the Attorney-General and the Crime and Corruption Commission, the Triple C, into this and other cases considered too difficult to address. More about that a bit later. It is currently October 2023, and the last episode I dropped in May 2023. There has been a lot happening in the meantime. I have a few updates for you. In April 2023, I emailed the Queensland Attorney-General and drew her attention to all three podcasts I broadcast and stated, in my opinion, her intervention in all matters was urgently required. 
In that email, I wrote this regarding the Maxica mess. The Singh murders. This case is well known to your office. One petition for pardon has been refused and a second petition is on your desk as I write. My 31-episode podcast is an in-depth review of the Singh murders, the investigation, the new fresh and compelling evidence that has been discovered since the conviction of Max Seeker, and the refusal by your office to refer the matter to the Court of Appeal. I can completely understand your predicament. The last thing the Queensland Government needs is to refer this case to the Court of Appeal in the middle of a law and order crisis. However, there is clear evidence Max Seeker did not commit those terrible murders. A strong circumstantial case until it wasn't. A police investigation conducted almost exclusively in the media. Significant evidence purporting to implicate Max Seeker in the murders, now shown to have been manufactured, likely by police involved in the investigation. The evidence of perjury and corruption by Queensland police in the case against Max Seeker is quite frankly overwhelming. And in brackets I placed, I do not say that lightly. New, fresh, compelling evidence exonerating Max Seeker also now exists. The evidence is contained in the petitions for pardon submitted to your office via the Governor. It is in the public interest this case be referred to the Court of Appeal for review. I received a reply to that letter in August 2023. I have placed the Attorney-General's letter in full on the Loose Ends Facebook page and the Graham Crowley Podcast Investigation page. The relevant comment in her letter was this. With respect to the deaths of the Singh siblings, the death of Leanne Holland and the disappearance of Sandrine Jordan, it is recommended that any cogent, reliable evidence or new information that may be of significance to these matters should be provided to the QPS for appropriate investigation. We thank you for your efforts in continuing to search for information relating to each of these cases. Particularly, given that it is the role of the QPS to investigate criminal offences and only they have the requisite powers to investigate criminal offences, we urge you to make contact with the QPS and outline relevant evidence and information if you have reason to believe that there is fresh evidence in any of these cases. The Attorney-General did not even address the issues I raised in my email to her, which comes as no surprise. And the suggestion I refer any evidence to the Queensland Police Service, whilst clearly aware I have alleged the Queensland Police Service was the problem with the case, is nothing short of absurd. Insulting also comes to mind. I have previously discussed the petitions that have been presented to the Governor by Jeff Johnson, pro bono solicitor, acting for Max Seeker. I have some information on where they are currently at. You may recall the first petition submitted to the Governor was rejected. I have since been informed the second petition has also been rejected. Recently, Jeff Johnson submitted a third petition to the Queensland Governor-General seeking a pardon for Max Seeker in this matter.
We shall have to wait and see how the government deals with his latest petition. I suspect the Attorney-General will refer to the playbook mentioned above. Nothing to see here. I'm sure I do not need to remind you how the system works, but just to ensure we are all on the same page, I'll run through it quickly for you. A petition is delivered to the Governor-General. The Governor-General hands the petition to the Attorney-General. The Attorney-General decides whether the case has any merit and either refers it to the Court of Appeal or returns it to the Governor-General who rejects the petition. As I've previously made clear, a politician deciding a legal matter is not my favourite outcome. In a perfect world, the matter would be referred to the Court of Appeal who would consider the material based on its merits and reach a decision based on the evidence. That could be that the original conviction stands or the verdict is quashed and a verdict of not guilty is entered or a retrial is ordered, as happened in the Graham Stafford case. At the risk of repeating myself, my personal belief is the Queensland Government, including the Queensland Police Service, will do whatever is required, whatever it takes, to ensure this case never reaches a Queensland Court of Appeal. I base that belief on my personal dealing with the Queensland Police and Queensland Government over 30 years into the wrongful conviction of Graham Stafford for Leanne Holland's murder. Their sheer willfulness to deny the truth is stunning. Perhaps the phrase denial of natural justice may be more appropriate. We shall have to wait for the outcome. To reinforce my point, I relate this story. As the majority of listeners are aware, there is usually a state government body that oversees allegations of corruption by government or elected officials. In Queensland, it is called the Crime and Corruption Commission, the Triple C. In April 2023, listener Cara wrote to the Crime and Corruption Commission expressing her concerns over the contents of my podcast regarding the Singh murders. She believed the QPS failed to properly investigate the murders and the Triple C needed to become involved. The Senior Executive Officer, Corruption, replied to Cara on 4 September 2023 rejecting her complaint. The CCC were certainly busy on that day. The same executive officer also wrote to Anna Marie Seeker, mother of Max Seeker, demissing her complaint of police corruption into the investigation of the Singh murders. After reading the reply the Triple C wrote to Cara, I felt I could not let the matter pass without comment. I wrote directly to the senior executive officer, Corruption. There is no one or two comments in my four-page correspondence I can go to that summarises my position. I need to read out a number of the comments to do that. I have read your reply to Miss Cara, dated 4 September 2023. Let me say I am stunned by the content of your letter. Take this comment. Having regard to the information provided and subsequent inquiries conducted by the CCC, while the allegation meets the definition of corrupt conduct, the CCC considers 
there is insufficient evidence to raise a reasonable suspicion that corrupt conduct has occurred. Whilst you have raised a number of concerns in your complaint, the outcome of further inquiries made by the CCC does not justify further action being taken with respect to your complaint. The evidence I have seen and reported on is at direct odds to the contents of your letter to Ms Cara. Significant evidence exists to show compelling footprint evidence located by the QPS in the crime scene was manufactured in the days after the victims were found. The only logical conclusion was that evidence was fabricated by a member or members of the QPS. I sarcastically referred to that evidence in the podcast as the miracle on grass tree close. Let me cut to the chase. The compelling footprint evidence was a miracle or was fabricated. There is no alternate explanation. The detailed scientific evidence I have seen is quite emphatic. It could not have occurred in the manner claimed by QPS. Months of testing by persons with appropriate university degrees resulted in that scientific conclusion. Your reviewer was able to rebut it in weeks, or simply ignored it. Stunning. Significant evidence exists to show the murder weapon was planted in the crime scene. The only logical conclusion was a member or members of the QPS fabricated that evidence. The evidence I have viewed is unequivocal. The murder weapon was introduced to the crime scene only days before being miraculously found by QPS members. There is that word again. A second miracle? Question mark. Once again, your reviewer has been able to eliminate this evidence seemingly with the stroke of a hand. Or ignored it. Stunning. I was amazed when I read this in your letter. The outcome of further inquiries made by the CCC does not justify further action being taken with respect to your complaint. As the author of the podcast exposing the allegations, should I not have been consulted? Ms Cara was merely the messenger. Did the investigator listen to the podcast and concluded the allegations were of no consequence and no further action required? Brackets, unlikely. I write unlikely because if anyone listened to the podcast, they would, at the very least, want further information before making an informed decision. My opinion only, of course. I spent more than 18 months verifying the information provided to me. Similarly, experts engaged by Solicitor Jeff Johnson took many months to review the evidence and provide expert opinions. Your investigators were able to eliminate every single allegation inside 12 weeks. In effect, nothing to see here. Move along. I submit there is insurmountable evidence to support the claims I reported in the podcast. So we are both clear, I repeat, I submit there is insurmountable evidence 
to support the claims I reported in the podcast. Again, a claim I do not make lightly. Naturally, the bizarre Triple C reply to Miss Cara will be the subject of an episode of the podcast. I previously invited the arresting officer, Detective Sergeant Zitney, to be interviewed to provide clarification in relation to the significant discrepancies identified. I was not given the courtesy of a reply by the QPS. I extend the offer to you personally, or to one of your staff to be interviewed, to provide clarification in relation to the very significant anomalies in the case and how the evidence, seemingly compelling and very persuasive, is neither compelling nor persuasive. In the unlikely event you do require more time to assess the evidence before I broadcast, you will need to advise me of that by 5 October 2023. I have placed my full correspondence to the Triple C on both Facebook pages. I did need to redact some details. 5 October 2023 passed with no contact from the Crime and Corruption Commission, but no surprises there. I am aware of other members of the community who have also written to the Attorney-General expressing concerns of a potential miscarriage of justice in the Max Seeker case. It makes you wonder how long the Queensland Police Service, the Attorney-General, the Crime and Corruption Commission and indeed the Premier and her Cabinet can bury their collective heads in the sand and pretend there is no problem with the Max Seeker conviction. That's it for episode 33, Nothing to See Here. I shall broadcast again as soon as some further information is received. If you follow the podcast, you will be advised when an episode is released. Please rate and review the podcast and tell your friends. If you have questions, information or feedback, you can contact me via the following. The Facebook page is Loose Ends, The Singh Family Tragedy. My email address is looseends2003 at outlook.com. This podcast was made possible with the awesome assistance of the ACAST Creator Network. Music Before I Go by RKVC. You'll find all my contact details in the show notes at the end of each episode. Thanks again for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.